Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and along with my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, and the Church of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, we welcome you to this edition of Shi'ar Jeshub. Today, we will continue a sermon in Pastor Greg's Heavenly Authority series. The current focus is on the New Testament ministry office of helps, those supernaturally gifted by the Holy Spirit with a special anointing to be able to help others. And Pastor has been discussing both the importance of all Christians helping and rendering assistance in various ways to the body of Christ and for the going forth of the gospel, and this particular special office in the Church of Helps. Let's rejoin Pastor Greg. There are things that everyone can do to help. If you remember the building of the tabernacle in Exodus chapter 35 and verse 20. And all the congregation of the children of Israel departed from the presence of Moses, and everyone came whose heart was stirred or whose heart lifted him or her up, and everyone whose spirit was willing. And they brought the Lord's offering for the work of the tabernacle of meeting, for all its service and for all the holy garments. They came, both men and women, and many as had a willing heart, willing heart, brought earrings and nose rings and rings and necklaces, all jewelry of gold. That is, every man who made an offering of gold to the Lord, and every man with whom was found blue, purple, and scarlet thread, fine linen, and goat's hair, and red skins of rams, and badger skins, brought them. Everyone who offered an offering of silver or bronze brought the Lord's offering, and everyone with whom was found acacia wood for any work of the service brought it. And the women who were gifted artisans spun yarn with their hands. So they did actual work, not just finances coming in, but activity being done. They spun it with their hands and brought what they had spun of blue, purple, and scarlet, and fine linen. And all the women whose hearts stirred, whose hearts lifted them up with wisdom, spun yarn of goat's hair. They were wise how they proceeded. The rulers brought onyx stones and the stones to be set in the ephod and in the breastplate and spices and oil for the light, for the anointing oil and for the sweet incense. The children of Israel brought a free will offering to the Lord, all the men and women whose hearts were willing to bring material for all kinds of work which the Lord, by the hand of Moses, had commanded to be done. They said, why read all that? Well, you get the image here of a lot of different people, all who had, everyone who offered, all who were willing, all who were gifted, who used their hands. You have a lot of people coming together, and what happens? The tabernacle is built, right? The dwelling of God is built. They are working together. They're giving items. They're giving labor. There's teamwork. One last example, 2 Chronicles, 2 Chronicles chapter 31, there are the reforms of Hezekiah, Hezekiah the king, and in verse 2, and Hezekiah appointed 
the divisions of the priests and the Levites according to their divisions, each man according to his service, the priests and Levites for burnt offerings and peace offerings to serve, to give thanks and to praise in the gates of the camp of the Lord, the praising of God. The king also appointed a portion of his possessions for the burnt offerings, for the morning and evening offerings, the burnt offerings for the Sabbath, the new moons and the set feasts, as is written in the law of the Lord. He's trying to do everything right again. He wants the worship of Yahweh to go forward again. He has the Levites and their divisions and the priests set up again to offer that which is prescribed in the law. Moreover, verse 4, he commanded the people who dwelt in Jerusalem to contribute support for the priests and the Levites that they might devote themselves to the law of the Lord. And as soon as the commandment was circulated, the children of Israel brought in abundance the first fruits of grain and wine, oil and honey, and of all the produce of the field. And they brought in abundantly the tithe of everything. And the children of Israel and Judah who dwelt in the cities of Judah brought the tithe of oxen and sheep and also the tithe of holy things which were consecrated to the Lord their God. They laid in heaps. In the third month they began laying them in heaps and they finished in the seventh month. And when Hezekiah and the leaders came and saw the heaps, they blessed the Lord and his people Israel. Then Hezekiah questioned the priests and the Levites concerning the heaps. And Azariah, the chief priest from the house of Zadok, answered him and said, Since the people began to bring the offerings into the house of the Lord, we have had enough to eat and have plenty left, for the Lord has blessed his people. And what is left is this great abundance. So again, they're working together. Now, I, don't, I haven't preached many sermons on tithing. There are certain things you need to know about how tithing worked in the Old Testament and how you apply it to the New Testament. It applies, but that's another uh, study in itself. But it's clear here they're willing. They're doing what's right under the law. They're giving, they're helping. And as they help and they're bringing in that the Lord's work can be done, what's happening? God is blessing them abundantly, and that it's as though they can't bring it in fast enough because he keeps giving them so much, and even the priests and Levites, what they're getting in, they're not consuming it so much, it's a heap. It's an abundance. And when it happens that way, everything goes easier. Everything goes so much easier. There needs to be help in the church. In Luke chapter 6, this process we see here in the time of Hezekiah of giving and then God giving abundantly back and this cycle of the sower sowing and then receiving seed to sow again. Jesus says, give, give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Read that again. Give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your bosom. With the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. And really, you know, given that promise and given the whole teaching of the Lord of the New Testament, every believer is called to give. Uh, and what does Paul instruct in um, 
2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 6. 2 Corinthians 9, 6. But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart. And again, in the heart. It has to be something a person does from their heart. And the New Testament, the free will aspect is even more important than the Old Testament because there was a law of tithing in the Old Testament. But you can see how when uh, Moses has the offering for the tabernacle, they were lifted up in their hearts. They were willing in their hearts. And in the New Testament, it's not a matter of law. It's a matter of spirit. Desiring to do that which is right in God's sight. And as we purpose in our heart, so let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity not being forced, coerced to. You know, there's some ministries, they're just, they're almost like forcing the people, coercing the people, and that's not what God's looking for. He's looking for people's desire to serve, serve in ministry, serve in teaching, serve in prophesying, serve in evangelizing, serve in healing, serve in miracles, serve in helps. He's looking for, what does it say here? not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves what? A cheerful giver. A cheerful giver. Not under compulsion, as it says in the NIV, but a cheerful giver. And really, just like as we are all called to evangelize, right? There are evangelists, but we're all called to share the gospel. We're all called to understand the scriptures. There are teachers but we're all called to have a knowledge to teach those around us, right? We're all called to believe for the Lord's healings, even though there are those with the gifts and the office of healings, right? And we're all called to give, even though there are those that have an actual ministry of helping. Look at the next verse in 2 Corinthians chapter 9. What does he say? After he says, so let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. Then he says, And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. As we cheerfully give, God is able to make grace, his mercy, his free gifts abound toward us, abound, that we have all sufficiency, that we have sufficiency to be able to do what we need to do, and an abundance for every good work. Not just sufficiency, but remember how they, they took up, after the loaves and the fish multiplied, they took up 12 baskets. There's an abundance for the good work that needs to be done promise of sufficiency and abundance as we do as we do what we're supposed to do. But there is this office in the New Testament of those that are supernaturally blessed. And you hear it sometimes you'll hear on um, you know on TV, on the radio, reports of those who they they have businesses or 
situations where they give to the Lord, and many times they're in a position where they have very little to give, and they do it, and God blesses them, and their business prospers, and they become like this engine. As, as quick as they're giving to the ministries of God, or the people of God, or those in need, God just keeps blessing them abundantly, and they just seem to grow and grow and grow. That's an actual office. It's a supernatural work of the Holy Spirit, an office that's needed and should be prayed for in the church. You need all these different offices to work together. It's a totally different way of looking at church hierarchy than what we've grown up with in the past. When you think of the church, even in evangelical churches, you need all these different offices working together for the church to go forward. Every believer is called to give. But some are just supernaturally blessed. And an example of this office in the New Testament, someone blessed in this position would be Barnabas. If you look in Acts chapter 4. On our website at shiarjeshub.org, you will find information about our church and a library of hundreds of Bible study radio programs to help you in your walk with Jesus. Plus, we have a significant video library of our Sunday sermons. We live stream the Sunday morning service at 10.30 a.m. on YouTube, and then the video is posted up on the Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle channel, both on YouTube and Rumble.com, as well as on the church website itself, for 24-7 access. The website address again is shiarjashub.org and you can check Isaiah 7 verse 3 for the spelling.